everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Well, you know how you always watch stuff on YouTube and figure, I can do that? Yeah, well, you're going to find out about the time that I realized that what I was watching wasn't the same as what I was doing. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right back. So before I start, let's start with this disclaimer. I love YouTube. I love watching YouTube videos, tutorials, and everything just like the next person. But I have to get into this story time a little bit. Um, I can laugh at it now, but at the time it was absolutely frustrating. So, you know how you watch YouTube and you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, they're doing this. And I think YouTube has actually become our go-to for all our DIY things and, you know, figuring out what we want to do when we want to save money because you can look up everything from pretty much how to make a paper doll to how to build a house pretty much on YouTube. So, and I think one of the things that a lot of people need to put in their videos is that they are professionals because dear goodness, So, you know, every girl loves a good hair tutorial, makeup tutorial, you know, hair, skin, nail regimen. In fact, you know, one of my most amazing skin regimens I got from YouTube, which is the turmeric yogurt mask. You know, you guys know, I swear by this thing, right? (sighs) Okay, well, this is definitely not the retelling of that. So, I have the brilliant idea. I want to look up how to make wigs on YouTube. Okay? So, I mean, I don't know what I was really thinking with this one. You guys know I love to change things up. I love to be, you know, different and you guys know I'm Afro-Latina, so it's just like, it's really common. And I just as a woman, you want to change up your hair. So, and wigs are the one of the best and quickest ways to do that. I, I tell you, if you want to know what you're going to look like, let's say in a different color or in a different cut, and you don't want to commit to it, Definitely wear it as a wig for a couple of days and see if it's for you. You know, if you want decide that you want to go blonde or red or like I said, commit to a specific cut. If you're trying to figure out if you want that blunt bob without having to actually cut your hair, go ahead and put a wig on and see if it's for you for at least a couple of days to a week. If you love it, then go for it. But oh my goodness. So, you know, I decide I'm going to 
go ahead and see if there are any wig making tutorials on YouTube, which, yeah, there are, I don't know how many, but I would have to say it's just a bunch. There are a bunch. I, I can't even put an imaginary number on it. There are a bunch. So... I just, it was one of those times I just wanted to try something. And if you've listened before, you know, I love to go to the beauty supply and beauty supplies are actually where, you know, kind of where retail and professionals meet. So you can find things that you would find in a retail store and you can find things that sometimes only professional hairstylist or MUAs or, you know, all those in the aesthetic profession would buy. So in, you know, and I'm not talking about like Ulta, I'm not talking about, you know, Sephora. I'm really talking about where you go to the non-chain, you know, beauty supply. I'm not talking your Sally's beauty I'm talking that one that you know that is in your neighborhood. And believe it or not, if you live in one of the five boroughs of New York City, you are going to run into a beauty supply. Down south in on the East Coast, you're going to run into a beauty supply. Los Angeles, California, all up and, th- and down the California coast, you're going to run into a beauty supply. So you know what I'm talking about. There is no shortage of beauty supply stores. And guess what, guys? If you don't have one near you, look up beauty supplies and find out which one ships because there are a lot online. There are a lot of brick and mortar beauty supplies online. But yeah, so... Just if you want that information, you can definitely go check it out and Google it. Not right now. Let's get into the story time. So I go, I look at YouTube and I'm like, okay, I've been looking at these for a while because I'm not one of those that looks at one and says, oh yeah, I'm going to get into this because especially if I don't know what I'm doing from the beginning, like I might have an idea of how this might go. But I always want to be sure. So I am one that if I want to know something, I will look at a few techniques before I attempt this, you know, and especially being a beginner, I always have the presence of mind to go for the easiest technique. So this is what I was doing. I was looking at a few and I'm like, Okay, because believe it or not, you know, there are different methods of making a wig, you know, and a lot of people think of when they think wigs, they think of what's in the store. And a lot of those are sewn on caps and made different ways and they're mass produced. So they're not what you would get when you look up wig making online. They're not your custom wigs. They're not you know, your DIY wigs, they're mass produced in factories. So this is going to come out, you know, there are patterns, of course, and all kinds of things that they use. So you're like, oh, okay. But 
I'm looking at this stuff and I'm going, hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I notice is a lot of people are like, you know, I did this in an, just under an hour. I did this in like 20 minutes. But sometimes what they don't tell you is that they sped up the video. So you're thinking, oh, okay, I got this. I'm going to go out and buy exactly what they said to buy. I'm going to go and I'm going to get this stuff. Yeah. So, okay. I see this one and I'm thinking, okay, this is inexpensive. You guys know I love inexpensive. Keep on queen pen. So I love inexpensive. Um, and the reason I say in- inexpensive, one thing, if you don't know anything about hair, um, weaving hair, wig hair, um, even braiding hair can run you if you're not careful, especially if you're getting into something like human hair. Um, and it also depends on the texture of the hair. So you definitely have to know what you're getting when you're getting it. And, you know, you want different lengths, lengths cost, quality of hair costs, colors cost. Because if you want a custom color or a color that's not your basic blonde or brown or red, you're going to pay. So if you decide that you want to look like Princess Sparkle Face and you want, you know, yellow hair, and I don't mean blonde, I mean yellow, or you want pink hair, this is going to cost you more than if you were going brunette. So yeah, and and it doesn't even mean that it's longer than the brunette hair. It just means that it's a different color. So, there, like I said, I was looking for an inexpensive way to do this. So, I went, I bought the hair that I wanted. I wanted something, you know, straight, not too straight. Something that I could curl because I was used to a certain texture of hair, which there's like something that you call a yaki, which is... Not too straight, but is definitely holds a carrot curl. And what I mean by not too straight, it's not silky straight. It's not bone straight. And it gives you that presence, that bounce, especially when you're wand curling. So, and or if you're just trying to bump it under, it gives you a perfect, you know, bump under. <sighs> well, I followed this one young lady And oh my goodness, because she said she could, you could do this method and, you know, anyone could do this method in about 45 minutes. Well, I went and I bought a stocking cap, you know, like the wig cap that you're supposed to use under your wig because this is the method she used. Well, I bought that. What she didn't say was she didn't do it on herself. She did it on a mannequin head. Yeah, that's the part that she left out. You know, or it's easier if you do it on, you know, a model or someone else. Well, you know, 
<sighs> so I start the process. I'm going, you know, I put this cap on my head. And the other thing she failed to mention was that the more hair you put on, the tighter this cap gets. So I start with one, you know, one row. Not a problem because I'm used to this. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no stranger to doing my own hair. So this is not hard for me, like, to start the back, get, you know, get going, get things done. So I start with the first row. And I'm like, okay. I get through, I would say, rows two through four. But now I'm starting to notice this pull. Like, and when I say pull, it's starting to feel as though, like, I don't know, like, my scalp is being, trying to be pulled away from my forehead. Because this thing is getting tight. Now, one of the things I know you're probably wondering, well, how did you secure the hair to the stocking gap? Well, yeah, there is something called glue. And no, I'm not talking about, before you think about it, Gorilla Glue. No, I was, I was, you know, I knew better than that. But, so I'm using what is known as a wig, a weave glue, wig glue. And, oh my gosh, this thing is pulling. It's pulling. Now, the other thing that she failed to mention is that you need to have a barrier between your own hair and the cap. Because now with this pulling, and I want to take it off for a few moments, it is now kind of adhering to my hair. I'm like, Oh my goodness. So now I'm trying to figure out how to get this off without pulling my own hair out. Okay. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I'm going and I can feel like, like the little like pull. And actually I can't even say little pull because this pull was major. And I'm like, if I do this, if I rip this off, I'm going to rip a patch of hair out of my head. Are you flipping kidding me? So I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. So believe it or not, my mom was like gracious enough to sit there with me and kind of like, you know, maneuver it and put her finger like in between my head and the cap little by little so that yeah, there was some ripping, which was I was not happy with, um, because when I say ripping, you have to understand my hair at the base under the cap was already braided. So this is kind of pulling some things out a little from the root. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right from the root, but it wasn't as major as I thought. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I want to get this thing off because, like I said, it feels like it's trying to rip my scalp 
from my forehead and and at the back of my head it feels like it's just squeezing I mean literally like you know it's got the GI Joe kung fu grip on the back of my neck so I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh so I'm freaking out my mom's like you know calm down we we've got this we're going to take our time and I'm I'm looking at her like ma'am you do not understand this is not on your head this is on my head not on your head okay so I'm like freaking out and I'm just like okay 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 but after taking I would say about 20 minutes to get this off I'm looking at it and I'm considering and this thing is just like looking like some kind of weird unfinished like I look like I'm making a wig for a costume because if you've ever seen like an animal that you've shaved in the middle because I haven't even gotten to the top crown of my head or the top crown of the wig so it's just like basically the back and some of the sides that are done and I'm like oh my gosh Now, I will tell you this. My parents have always taught me when you start something, finish it. So I'm looking at this thing and going, "Mm -mm. I spent my money on these supplies. I spent my money on this hair. I spent my money on this cap. I'm going to finish this. So... Don't fault me. I now look back on YouTube to figure out how to do a wig on yourself, how to make a wig on yourself. And I'm now seeing that a lot of these women are putting saran wrap or plastic bags over their heads in order to do the gluing or the cap process. Oh, a light bulb. Yeah, like a little bit too late, but light bulb. So I go ahead and I'm like, okay, you know what? I am not figuring out the whole saran wrap process. You know, my mom said she would help me, but I wanted to do this myself. Like I'm being real stubborn. Like this is me. This is my project. I'm doing it myself. My DIY wig. I'm doing this, right? So... I get a plastic bag, like, you know, one of those grocery bags. And I'm sorry, I don't know who said that people don't reuse and recycle these bags. But if you've ever been in a household that has a whole bunch of bags, you use bags for everything, including like deep conditioning, dyeing your hair, all kinds of stuff. So I don't know why people decided, oh, no one reuses or recycles these bags. Yeah, we do. We we really, really do. So in this case, I go ahead and I say, you know what? I find one of the smaller shopping bags that's going to fit kind of snugly on my head, almost like saran wrap, but not quite as loose as you would say a shower cap. You know, those plastic shower caps. So I go ahead, I tie it on, 
get it working and I slip this extremely tight cap back over my, you know, back over my head. So now I'm trying to figure out how to get this done without it being extremely excruciatingly tight. So I'm working this, working this, working this. I'm getting more rows done. I'm getting, you know, a lot more rows done. And then I realized that I kind of want a side part. Yeah, why did I decide this in the middle of this project? Because now I have to look up on YouTube how to make a wig with a side part. Yeah. And actually make it look real without looking too wiggy. And okay, for someone who's doing their first DIY wig, this is a really audacious undertaking. (laughs) So I'm looking and I'm saying, okay, I'm watching these women, you know, they're cutting the track off the hair and kind of like gluing it down in the middle in between the part after they've kind of defined where their part is. So I'm going, okay. Now I'm a little bit apprehensive on this because remember the first part of this is kind of going crazy. I'm kind of looking like alien versus predator here with like, you know, elbow length hair. Um, two steps shy of cousin it, or, you know, the girl from the ring movie, but I'm, I'm going to figure this out. You know, I am going to figure this out. I am not going to have this defeat me. Right. That, that was my, this is my thought process. Like, no, nope, I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. I I'm going to be able to wear my wig out in public and not have people laugh at me because I look like a science experiment. Right. So (laughs) I'm like sitting there, I'm like, okay, I've got this. I've got to figure this out. So now my plan originally, mind you, this was supposed to be 45 minutes. This is now three hours later. Um, You know, I'm starting to feel like that SpongeBob thing three hours later, you know. So (laughs) I'm like, oh my goodness. Now I figure out that watching what these women do with the part, I need white eyeliner, which I've never at this point had white eyeliner before. I have to go buy white eyeliner. So I have to take off the tight cap. I have to untie the perfectly done plastic bag and go out to the store again now this time I'm not going to um I'm not going back to the beauty supply. I'm actually going to my local CVS to to get a white eyeliner pencil. Who would have thought that white eyeliner pencil would be the hardest thing to find? Yeah, I should have actually at that point gone back to the beauty supply cuz they were more likely to have it. So I go there 
And I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. Well, believe it or not, you would think that even though everyone has colored eyeliner, everyone would have white eyeliner. No, no, no. The only company at that point in the store that had white eyeliner was Wet and Wild. Yeah, yeah, Wet and Wild. Like, oh, okay, so I then went and paid 99 cents for an eyeliner pencil. I go and I walk myself back home and I'm like super happy about this. So I go and I'm like, yes, I've got this. I mark off my part like they said. So I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm figuring out that I've got this. But here's the thing. I marked white liner on a brown cap. So what do you think is going to happen with this white line? So, yeah, it's showing after doing this part, you know, I managed to clip the track off of the hair, get the part done, and, you know, I managed to make it look as natural as I possibly could. Remember, this is my first time. So as natural as I possibly could. But here is the dilemma. I have this bright white line. So now I'm looking how to either erase the line because if I dip this thing in hot water, I'm afraid I haven't put enough glue or whatever to make this thing stick because I've never done this before. So I'm not sure. So I'm like, I can't wash this off. I can't do this. What do I do? Well, the good thing was people talked about making the white line. They use makeup. Okay. So now I actually have a little bit of pressed powder in, in at home. So I don't have to run back out to the store. Um, because I normally don't use pressed powder. I will use concealer, but I don't use pressed powder. Not too often. Um, so I take a little bit of pressed powder on a small makeup brush. And I'm dab, 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 dabbing. And believe it or not, this does get rid of most of it. But not all of it. So it is showing through. Well... Now I'm trying to figure out what to do because it still looks kind of weird. I look like I kind of have the white line that goes through the middle of the street in the middle of this part. And because when I put it on my head, it's actually stretching, it makes it look worse. Like when it's off your head, you kind of can't see it because the hair is a little bit close together because the cap is so tight. (sighs) Yeah, I'm going, okay. But then I put this on my head after taking off the thing and realizing even without the white line pretty much showing, this doesn't look natural. It looks absolutely crazy. I looked like what I was concerned I was going to look like which was a kid with a science experiment gone wrong on crazy hair day in elementary school. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, did I scrap it? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. Because, again, I am not going to be defeated. I'm just not going to be defeated. Not by products that I bought. Not by hair that I bought. And not by this YouTube video. Not going to be defeated by it, right? So I go ahead and I look at how to fix this. Because one thing I've learned, especially with art and any creation, even I will tell you guys sometimes with podcasting, is that there are happy accidents. Now, yes, this was way before I was a podcaster, but um, there are happy accidents. So one of the things that I did see was a woman saying, hey, she cuts her part. And allows, puts combs or clips on the, the cap and allows her actual scalp to show through so it looks more natural. So guess where I'm going again? You guessed it. Back to the beauty supply. Yay. So I go back to the beauty supply and I ask them, hey, do you have clips or combs, you know, for wigs to add to the hair. Now, I know this guy is like smiling at me um, because for whatever reason, I, I never understood, but most beauty supplies in New York City are owned by men. Um, not Kind of not sure why, because most of the people that, um, you know, buy from the beauty supply are women. So I would figure that they that women would own this because they know what women want. Now, the funny thing is most of them are owned by men and these men hire women, usually um, professional hairstylists or makeup artists that can help you find what you want, which I'm going to tell you one of my favorite beauty supplies right now. Um, I love it. And I, there's always this assistant. Her name is Shy. She is freaking awesome. If you want to try something, if you want to know about something, she is so knowledgeable in everything that she does. Oh my goodness. And she's on Instagram. So, you know, and, but it's private, but she's on Instagram. She, she has such amazing things that she does. And, you know, she's always so helpful. But I don't know why these things are owned by men. But I digress. So this guy is looking at me because he's like, aha, you're back again. It's kind of like when you go to Home Depot and you're doing a project and you realize that you keep missing the little things. So, you know, he's smiling back at me like, you know, he's giving me that yeah, you're asking for this, you'll be back, kind of smile and like fudge, whatever. So I get these little comb kind of clip things and you've probably seen them. What they do is they're actually combs that kind of go into the hair, but they snap at the same time. So the, the young lady that was doing the video, she says, you know, you can attach them with the same glue that you have attached your hair to your wig cap with. So I'm like, okay, yay. 
So now I am gently. Now remind you, remember, I'm going to remind you guys that this is not a regular wig gap. This is a stocking gap. So now I have to be careful not to cut this too much so that it doesn't snag like a pair of stockings or tights. Yeah, yeah. Audacious undertaking. <sighs> Audacious undertaking. But I managed to clip this, get it done, and I'm attaching a little glue to the combs and pressing them onto the cap. Yeah, first one not going so well. So I have to put a little bit more glue. Now, if you've ever used this hair glue, you know that there is some sort of buildup. It's more of a rubbery kind of almost latex. Some of it is latex, some of it isn't. Um, but there is more of a rubbery kind of buildup. So if you do this, and it's usually in black, you know, there are different colors now, but it's usually in black. So you don't want this black showing through. This is my thought. I don't want this black showing through because I still want this to be as natural as possible. So I'm sitting here carefully, methodically putting this on and trying not to have too much buildup. <sighs> okay, mind you guys, remember, this was supposed to be 45 minutes. I am now on day two. I'm on day two. I'm on day two of doing this. <sighs> so... I'm putting this on, getting this done, because again, I was determined to wear this wig outside. So, and I started, I don't think I told you guys, but I started early in the morning on a Saturday morning. On a Saturday, I would say about eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I should have been done, according to the YouTube video that I originally watched, I should have been done by 8.45 and been able to walk out the, out the door, go to the store, go to brunch, hit, you know, hit a party, whatever I wanted to do for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, no. Uh, by Sunday, I was still working on the wig yeah by Sunday night I was just securing the uh you know the combs onto this wig part now one thing that is crazy is believe it or not New York City usually doesn't adhere to Sunday blue laws so things are open on a Sunday, but they will close early. So even though they may close at 8, 9, 10, 11 during the rest of the week, on Sunday in the city, they may close at 5. 
depending upon what business it is. And believe it or not, beauty supplies close at five. So when I say next day, you know, I had to go get these clips. I just made it to the store. So had this not worked, I would have not been able to go back and get something that day. It would have taken me into day three. So I managed to get these clips on. And I think I finished really at about 10 o'clock that night. 10 o'clock that night, I finished this wig. I put the clips in. I make sure that, you know, it's working the way I want it. It is no longer grasping my scalp and making me feel like I'm in the ultimate headlock. And I look and I'm like, oh, not bad. Not bad. So I go, I style this wig. And now in the video, she says, oh, you know, of course, this isn't going to last as long as your, you know, your normal wear on wigs. Which, you know, if you take care of a wig, it can last for quite some time. And it also depends on the quality of the wig, you know, again, getting back into all of that. Well, hmm. I got two weeks out of this thing. Two weeks. Just two. One, two. Fourteen days. It took me two days to make, and it lasted 14 days. Now, I will say this. I don't regret the process. I learned from it. It was quite interesting, quite tedious. And like I said, I can laugh at it now. Um, By the way, yes, again, even though there was some hair ripped out, wasn't all. Um, and yes, I do have an amazing full head of hair. So, you know, it was definitely a learning process. But I will tell you this. Make sure to ask questions in the comments of any creator who is giving you DIY. Make sure that you get all the details and everything you need to know so that you don't just rush into a DIY project. You know, again, it was so much fun. And like I said, I can laugh at it now. But yeah, it was quite an intense project. Blood, sweat, and tears. Well, not blood, but definitely some sweat and some tears. There was crying. There was frustration. But Again, all in all, I learned from it and I was able to do it again a little faster the next time using some different materials and actually using a wig cap this time. Um, so I learned, I learned, I learned. You know, sometimes you have to have the experience and go through it. But I hope you enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed telling it. As always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.